0: dudes. I'm the host, Allie, and this is Sincerely Queer, the podcast full of stories, tips, and most importantly, laughs. You were too kind to say goodbye, but too quiet to say I Episode this week. So, while today is currently Thursday, and this probably won't be posted until this evening, um, I honestly felt really shitty for not posting. And so, I figured this is just going to be a really quick episode. Mostly, I mean, it's going to be an episode. I'm going to check in with you guys and check in with myself, and just kind of talk about what my plans are for the next few weeks because why the fuck not? Um, so (laughs) let's see. Uh, oh, okay. So, wow. Let me just shout. Sorry. Um, the biggest reason why I didn't post this week was because I've been feeling uber shitty because I have now, this is my, well, this is going to be TMI, but we're going to talk about this because somebody has got to talk about it. But this is my 20th two zero zero day of bleeding on a period because I've been taking birth control. Yes, I know I'm a lesbian taking birth control. That's not, you know, birth control, if you don't already know, is not used solely to be birth control. Um, So I decided what, like three and a half months ago, almost four and a half, excuse me, four and a half months ago that I wanted to start taking birth control so that I could, uh, hopefully stop my period. Because for me, my period makes me honestly feel dysphoric and not in the sense that, I don't know, I'm not trans or anything, but like, not having a period makes me euphoric, you know, the gender euphoria type of thing and having it really makes me dysphoric. I'd really just like it to stop because personally I wear boxer briefs specifically, a a specific brand. (laughs) I wear Tomboy X nine inch boxer briefs. Fucking love them. I, those, I actually was just looking at buying some more. I own so many. Um, and I've spent so much money at Tomboy X, but I love that company, fully support them. Um, God, if I could get a sponsorship for them, oh, that'd be amazing. But I highly, highly recommend Tomboy X. So for me, I wear Tomboy X boxer briefs because they're the most comfortable. They, you know, prevent my legs from running, rubbing together because, you know, a bitch is fat, but, um... I, I love them. So when I'm on my period, I can't wear my normal boxer briefs, right? Wow, okay. The, like, recording on my screen, I use Audacity in it. I can, like, watch the uh, sound waves being recorded. And for a hot second, they were not uh, moving at all. So I had to check it out. <laughs> um. But yeah, so I wear boxer briefs. I, that's just me and I don't use like a reusable cup. (sighs) I, it's, I don't know. I should really try, but at this point now, I'm like, well, if I could get my period to stop, should I even switch what I'm doing? But it's just easier and it was more comfortable, but now I feel like, you know what, I'm thinking about a lot of things right now. Okay, besides the point, I wear pads, right, whenever I'm bleeding because that's just what I'm used to. Also, I have a pretty heavy flow. Like it's, it's pretty decent. So like I would, I, I mean, even now I use like the overnight longest, biggest, thickest pad that I could get practically. Um, that's like a regular period pad and not, you know, like for old people who have bladder leak or I guess I shouldn't even say old people for people who have bladder leaks you know, whatever. I respect you. Could be any age. It happens. Um, besides the point, um, so when I'm wearing a pad, I can't wear my boxers because they don't work. It doesn't, it doesn't work. It's annoying, but it doesn't work. So Tomboy X, excuse me, does have, um, what they call first line, I think. And it's a, uh, period panty and they do thank God have the nine inch boxer briefs with the period panties and they have it's made in a way that you could if you needed to wear a pad with wings so I'm honestly thinking about just spending a shit ton of money and getting like four pairs of them I don't know we'll have to see it I don't know so the whole reason for me that I started birth control was so I could stop my period because I can't wear my boxer briefs on that And it's a really fucky mental thing, right? It makes me feel really uncomfortable because, one, I wear pads, so, you know, I'm just kind of sitting in blood. And two, it, I have to wear my women's underwear. And then if I do that and I go to work and I have to wear my nice pants or even any other kind of shorts, then my legs are up together. So then I have to wear either some of my Tomboy X boxer briefs that I actually discovered kind of work better, but not as well. Or just these regular, you know, like Hanes cotton boxer briefs that I used to wear all the time. And then I was like, fuck it. It's just, it's uncomfortable. It's not fine. So, what I decided back four and a half, five months ago was I wanted to take birth control to try and stop my period. So, I went to the gynecologist for the first time. She prescribed me this one kind of birth control. Then I discovered that you couldn't vape. And beyond birth control at the same time. Well, I mean, probably you could. I've known people who do it, but it is very unhealthy. And especially because I'm, you know, fat, I shouldn't do it. So, I decided, you know, I was like, fine, I'll quit vaping because this is important to me. It would make me feel a whole lot better to not be vaping and to hopefully have my period stop than to actually continue vaping. Um, so May 17th, which is, God, this month will be four months. It's not quite there. We still have, uh, like 15 more days to go, but May 17th, I quit vaping cold turkey. I'm very proud of myself. (laughs) I feel like not that many people know and I want acknowledgement. (laughs) Something that's very important to me is to be acknowledged that, I did quit vaping, and I vaped a lot like I was consistently vaping nine milligrams of nicotine and I'd vape all day every day you know and sometimes I'd use salt nic uh, which is like fifty milligrams of nicotine and I would vape that all day every day um so I quit cold turkey and I'm very proud of myself and <laughs> I feel like people don't see that because a lot of people don't see me regularly, but if they saw me now and they saw that I didn't carry a vape with me, I don't own a device anymore. Um, I still have e-juice and I should just throw it out because it's really old, but whatever. I quit so I could take birth control, right? So I started taking birth control. I got through a whole month. Um, and I think the first month, so I started you, you're supposed to start taking it when you have your period, like the first day of your period. So I took that, did that. And then after, I think a whole month, I think my period started at the end, kind of a bit before I was supposed to take the inactive pills or something like that. So I was fine. And then I took the second month. And then halfway through the second, well, more like three quarters of the way, I started bleeding a lot and I, you know, it was the first of like a horrible abnormal period that wasn't supposed to be like that. And I had asked if I could, uh, skip the inactive pills because I had heard about that. So I had called out my gyno and I was like, Hey, Gonna do this, and she was like, "I would like you to do it just a few more, or like at least another month, if not two, and just see." So, like after that conversation was when I started this. It was like a 12-day period, I think, 10 or 12 days, and it whew, was awful. And so, like halfway through it, I had um, like an update appointment with, or like you know, like a check-in appointment with my gynecologist. So I was like, okay. Here's what ha- is happening. Um my cramps are worse. This is so much worse than it's ever been before and it's going on and on and on. And she was like, "Okay, I'm going to switch you." So we switched. And this birth control that I switched to, I don't know what it, what they're called. But this new one is like a 3-month pack, and so it's supposed to keep my period at bay for 3 months, and then at the end of 3 months I'm supposed to have a period. And as I was reading through the directions and stuff and, like, all of that, it said, when you take the inactive pills, there's seven of them. Your period should probably be, like, three to four days and should be fairly light, right? Talking about this makes me want to (laughs) cry and get so angry. So, I'm horrible at pill-taking, apparently, because I like to take these pills right before I go to bed, but, like, half the time, I just forget. So... I don't know if you could hear my dog barking. I don't know what he's barking at, but whatever. Um, So, I'm stupid and I missed a few pills. And surprisingly, my period... That's what happened last time when I had the 12-day period. So, I don't know. For some reason, I kept going. You know, it was fine. It was fine. It kept my period at bay for uh, probably like... I don't know, three weeks after it should have come, if that makes sense. Yeah, so it, it did work the first month. And then the start of the second month, um, I started to bleed and I've been bleeding ever since. And it's been really heavy. It is, I've been cramping almost every day and I've had to use twice as many pads as I normally use for a period. (sighs) and I call, I, on, so this is Thursday, September 2nd, right? So last Friday night into Saturday morning, it's, my period stopped. Well, not stopped, but it slowed down tremendously to the point that I felt like I could get away with wearing a panty liner. And I was like, excellent. Um, and then on Monday, no, Sunday, like halfway through Sunday, I was like, shit. I just, I didn't take two pills. So I missed Friday nights and Saturday nights. So my period was slowing down. Right. So I took these two pills and then I was like, the next day, my period picked back up. So, and, and that happened, I don't know. I missed, I think the next pill or I chose not to take it just to see. And it was a whole mess. But essentially yesterday, I talked to my gynecologist and she was like, I think that your period should be slowing down soon. Um, but if it doesn't by like next week, I'm supposed to call so that they can test my blood to make sure I'm not anemic, which is excellent because I don't, I don't want to deal with this. So I am waiting. My period kind of slowed down last night into this morning, but it picked up uh this morning basically so we'll see what it does but that's where I'm at (laughs) I'm it's for me it's not worth it 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 doesn't seem worth it I know it's healthier not to vape but I can't tell you how much I still crave it okay hold on I can't tell you how much I still crave it and so the fact that like You know, in my mind, how I see it is instead of having no periods or lighter periods or, you know, better and more comfortable periods, I'm suffering from horrible cramps. Literally right now, I can feel them starting. I'm on my 20th day of bleeding consistently. I am potentially anemic and... I have only, since I started birth control, I've only ever had horrible periods. It's, it doesn't seem worth it to me. I, at this point, I'd rather quit and hopefully go back to my regular periods and just deal with those. Now those seem so much nicer in comparison. I don't, I don't know many of my friends who necessarily talked about the negative side effects of birth control one and two i wanted to explain well it's not that i wanted to explain but i wanted to tell somebody about what exactly i'm experiencing right now and how fucking terrible it is for my um mental health and shit like that and i don't know um but yeah birth control in my opinion fucking, if you're going to take the pill, right? That's what I'm taking. If you're going to take the fucking pill, absolutely take it every day at the same time. Don't change it. Don't forget it. If you forget it, immediately take the pill, set up a routine, set up alarms. So my whole goal though, is just to hopefully get my period to stop because I feel like at this point, I'm just going to keep bleeding and it's never going to stop. So, there's that. It, I can't tell you how frustrating it is. Um, okay. Whatever. I'm going to move on. I'm going to talk about um, how the rest of the month is going to look like. So, I finished reading The Hundred Thousand Kingdoms and I hated it, but also kind of liked it, but not, I hated it too much. Or, like, more than I liked it to talk about it, if that makes sense. So, I'm not going to talk about that. And then I started reading The Women's War. And I wanted to talk about it and, like, feminist fantasy. But I realized that, for me, I'm going to want to sit there and actually annotate it. And I had checked out a book from the library. And it's hard for me to, if I'm going to annotate something... What I've been doing, which has mostly worked, because most of the things that I've been reading, I haven't wanted to annotate or write about all that much, just the main points, but I've had a separate notebook from, you know, most of the, it's 90% library books that I've been reading, so I've had that separate notebook, and I realized that I can't really focus on the reading If I'm going to have to also focus on this note-taking on the side in a separate place. So, I think what I'm going to do is push that one back and um, look at getting uh, my own copy, I think, so that I could uh, actually annotate it and write about it. Excuse me. So, there's that. So, no, none of the fantasy novels am I going to talk about this week, but it's fine. Um, so let's see. So I think next week, what I'm going to talk about, hold on, I'm trying to shift my shit around, um, are the graphic novels, right? And so I had four originally, and I came up with, oh, maybe I could talk about that. Okay. Then I was like, well, maybe I could talk about, like, this other one. I, I bought On a Sunbeam by... Tilly Walden, and that is my absolute favorite uh, graphic novel ever, honestly. And she's one of my favorite artists, graphic novelists, etc. ever. Um, so I got that, and I thought maybe I could read that too and talk about it, but it's a thick graphic novel. Um, so I may next week. I think I'm going to split it up. I, I don't think I'm going to talk about all of them at once. One, because some people, it's harder to read graphic novels. Like, for me, I mean, I read, um, I Am Not Starfire by Mariko Tamaki and Yoshi Yoshitori. I think is how you say their last name. Um, well, they don't have pronouns. I don't know. I have to figure that out, how to talk about Yoshi. Um, so... I read that and it's actually queer. And I actually really enjoyed it. I saw a YouTube video. I didn't really like watch the video, but in the title, it was talking about I Am Not Starfire, this graphic novel, which is, you know, about Starfire from Teen Titans and her kid. Um and I actually really enjoyed it. But this YouTuber apparently didn't for some reason. I was a little confused. I had no idea why, but um, so I think. Next week, what I'm going to talk about is I Am Not Starfire, um, Bloom by Kevin Panetta and Savannah Galnews Show. I butchered that name, I'm sure. Um, Savannah G. <laughs> and uh, Go With the Flow by, um, oh, I had it pulled up. Hold on. I really, sorry. I didn't mean to bump that. Um, by Karen Schneeman and Lily Williams. <sighs> it's so good. It's one of my favorite uh, graphic novels, which I definitely have read it before. Um, So, with that, I'm going to read those well, I actually just have to read Go With The Flow, but I'm going to talk about those next week. And then I'm going to talk about either the week after maybe I'll talk about the other graphic novels it just depends. The other Graphic novels, though, are going to be The Prince and the Dressmaker by Jen Wang and Princess, Princess, Ever After by uh Katie O'Neill and On a Sunbeam by Tilly Walden. I guess so. Those are either going to be next week or the week after. It depends, one, on if I can finish this biography next week, like the week after next week, two weeks (laughs) next week are going to be those other graphic novels. So, like, um. What I'm also going to be reading and talking about is Jane Fonda's autobiography, My Life So Far, um, which I thought this came out in 2015. Apparently it came out in 2005, but oh well, it's, I still love Jane Fonda. So I'm going to talk about, um, I'm not going to talk about her autobiography. Um, what I'm going to talk about mostly is her as a person, I'm going to look at her and her life through a queer and feminist lens, right? So, like, I'm not going to talk about the book itself. I might mention some things from the book, but I, I did that because I was like, I don't think that I can annotate these books if I can't write in them specifically, which, you know, they're library books, so I can't do that. Um, but then I was also going to watch, or I'm in the process of watching Grace and Frankie with my mother and father, Holy fuck, it's so goddamn funny. I haven't, you know, I watched maybe the first three seasons when I was in college, um, and I loved it, and then I think I caught, uh, so, like, I got to, like, the third season and the fourth one wasn't out and wouldn't be for, like, a hot second, so I didn't watch it again which I kind of regret. But, like, I'm re-watching it now. We're gonna watch up to season seven. So, I'm not expecting to get through all of Grace and Frankie before I talk about Jane Fonda. But, so, I'm in the process of watching that. Then, I, I've always wanted to watch nine to five because, one, it's Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda again, and it's Dolly Parton. Fucking love those three. Um, I think that they're iconic. So, I want to watch nine to five, I don't know if I said that first. So, 9 to 5, all three of those. And then, what was the other one? There was another Grace and Frankie, 9 to 5, Monster-in-Law. I wanted to watch Monster-in-Law because I've seen parts of it. Um, But I think it's really interesting because there is that whole scene where she talks about Roe v. Wade. And the girl she's interviewing is like, I don't support wrestling. And she, Jane Fonda's character loses her goddamn mind. And I think it's so funny. So I wanted to watch that and talk about that. So, yeah. So I guess that's the next three episodes or so planned out. Um, I also, what else did I want to talk about? I kind of feel like I've been talking so much about books, so I also, that's why I wanted to do this episode, too, is to talk about, one, step back from the books, even though I'm talking about what I'm going to be talking about, it's fine, but stepping back from the books, checking in with myself, and then also talking about, you know, different things that happen. For example, Texas and their abortion ban that effectively bans all abortions after six weeks, and... The Supreme Court decided to rule, um, well, not rule against it. They essentially decided not to do anything in a five to four vote. That is infuriating. And that's why birth control, one, should be free to people. It, you know, and what pisses me off is it, it's blaming women for their own bodies functioning. Um, I think that if we should do an abortion ban, then, you know, vasectomy should be, like, more easily talked about or more widely talked about and more easily accessible as well. And I think both male and female condoms should be, you know, like, like, provided in the dozens and birth control in general should be provided because the, and then... And then, if you're going to force somebody to go through a pregnancy that they don't want and you're not, well, let's say you're not going to provide all these means of birth control to make them more easily accessible, then you have to, as a, what, a state government, etc., you have to step up and provide excellent, you know, healthcare and childcare and just, uh, foster care and shit like that for these kids because they're, you know, you're just setting kids up and people up to fail and to suffer in life. And it's all because you want to control women's bodies because, and the whole thing is, is what, what is their whole reason on banning abortions? If it isn't a religious reason or if it isn't about controlling women, what is their reason? Why do people hate abortions? if it isn't a religious reason. And then at that point, when, who why do we... Why is it set up so that white men and men in general can just tell, you know, women what they can and cannot do with their bodies? And mm, it's infuriating because the church and the state should be completely separate. Yet all of these things are being, you know brought up because of the church honestly fuck the church any type of organized religion dumb as fuck I hate them it's terrifying also if you think about it but okay I'm stressed I'm not feeling well and everything is awful (laughs) so I think I'm gonna go ahead and sign out um I will see you next week on Wednesday. I promise. I'm gonna finish up. I just have that one graphic novel to do. Then writing the script and all that stuff. And hopefully this episode. I'm get, No, not hopefully. This episode will be posted. Tonight. A day late. But it's fine. It happens. Shit happens. It's, we're, we're good. But okay. Um, I'm gonna sign off. Uh, and yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> don't forget to always be sincerely queer. Till next time, I do.